Hey, DadBod Project brother, my name is Daniel Dezan and I am the host of the go-to podcast for men all around the globe that are looking to learn not only how to become healthier physically, but also mentally as well. I've been a personal trainer and a health coach for over 15 years and I've helped hundreds of men just like you smash their health and fitness goals. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. The thing about flexibility and mobility is that it's not considered important until not doing it results in problems. Problems like back back pain, problems like shoulder pain, problems like tendonitis in the elbows, in the knees, in the shoulder. It's usually not understood of how important it is until it's not being done and not doing it results in a, some kind of ache or pain or injury. So, and I, the reason why I know this to be true is I've been a personal trainer and a health coach now for almost 15 years. And time and time again, I hear the same old story of a client not valuing the importance of stretching and mobility to wind up getting themselves injured and winding themselves up getting into a state where they, they're unable to train and now they're off to the physio and the chiro trying to mend this ache or pain or injury that they have received. So personally, I invest heaps of time into my flexibility and mobility work and I am convinced that that is the reason, knock on wood, that I have received very little, I have, I've copped very little injuries and aches and pains within my own body. And as a result, I make sure that I share this information with plenty, with all my clients so that they ensure that they do the same and don't get injured and, and get any of these nasty aches and pains. So personally, I've invested a lot of time into every single workout for many years. And I've understood that it has helped tremendously with my training. It has helped tremendously with a lot of areas of my exercise routines. Now, plenty of clients have come to me and they initially have no interest in flexibility work and they have no interest in, in why they exactly why they should include it. So like I said, my hope is that by the end of this today's podcast that you understand that there is far more value than what you thought into investing time, energy, and effort into your flexibility and mobility work. So symptoms of not stretching is very common, and things like having stiff joints, having stiff muscles or both, not being able to get correct full range of movement with certain exercises is also really common. And that's the important thing to remember as well is that just because bad flexibility is common doesn't mean it's normal. I'll say that again. Just because bad flexibility is common does not mean it's normal. So heaps of people have terrible flexibility, but that's also because heaps of people are not investing a single minute into flexibility and mobility work. So let's go into some of the benefits that are associated with flexibility and mobility so that you can open your eyes and your awareness. And my hope is that you add some flexibility and mobility stuff into your training routine to make sure that you stay on the right path to where you want to be with your health and fitness goals. So 
Tip number one or step number one or benefit number one, if we would call it that, is increasing. It helps to increase your range of movement. So essentially what that means is you get a better workout. So many clients, especially when I, back when I was a face-to-face personal trainer, I would get them to do something like a squat. And because they had super tight calves, especially, and because they had super tight hamstrings, what would happen is as they were lowering down into the squat, their lower back would tuck underneath them in what we call the butt wink. And what that essentially means is is extra unnecessary load being put on your lower back and obviously unnecessary strain that's being put on your lower back, which can result in injuries, especially with the big compound movements like squats and deadlifts. And what I used to do is get my clients to just do some simple calf stretching some simple hamstring stretching, and I would find that there would be a ridiculously big improvement in their range of movement with their squat, and they were able to obviously train better. So that's obviously pretty easy to understand, and if you add some stretching in that, you can also expect those benefits with your training as well, especially with the big compound movements. So recovery is also faster as well, I have found. I have found that by investing time and effort into mobility work that my clients recover faster and they typically don't get as as sore as if what, what they once used to with their training. Obviously, that has a little bit to do with them, you know, continuing on and getting conditioned with the exercise itself. But I truly do believe that doing regular mobility work certainly helps with the recovery and, and accelerates the recovery process. So, Aches and pains, you know, those little aches and pains in the lower back that we all get, especially as you are starting and me, we are starting to get a little older. There tends to be those aches and pains that happen through the elbow, through the lower back. I mean, the shoulder, the shoulder and the lower back tend to be the most achy of all parts of the body just because of where they're situated and because we're using them all the time. So doing regular stretches and mobility work will certainly help to alleviate a lot of those aches and pains that are associated with just the muscles and the joints being really jammed up and tight. So by increasing the flexibility with those areas that you will find that a lot of those aches and pains start to reduce and most of the time they actually start to disappear. Plenty of clients that I've worked with in the past, especially when I was a face-to-face personal trainer, used to come to me with lower back pain, chronic lower back pain, like years and years of lower back pain, and there was nothing that they could do to improve it. Anything they tried, any form of physio, any form of chiro, just didn't work and didn't give them that long-term solution of what they needed. And what I did was simply just give them some hamstring stretching, some glute stretches to do. And most of the people that presented with lower back pain would start to feel so much better. And most of the time they would actually completely, their their lower back pain completely disappeared. So that's pretty cool as well. And that's just on the back of improving the, the amount of flexibility through the muscles and the joints. So aches and pains can certainly be helped with regular stretch work reducing the risk of injury. This is the last point that I want to talk about. And the reason why it's the last one is because it's the most crucial to understand. The aim of the game, my boys, the aim of the game is to make sure that you do not get injured. Be quiet, Siri. That you do not get injured because if you get yourself injured, then you are out of the game. 
And if you are out of the game, then that means that all your momentum, all your consistent behavior, all your hard work that you've been putting in gets pretty much thrown down the toilet because you are not able to continue what it is that you are doing. So injuries are a killer to your goals. They are a true killer to your goals. So if you can remain in an uninjured state, like I was mentioning at the start of this podcast that I have invested for many years, more than 10 plus years, at least 15 to 20 minutes of regular mobility and stretching work in every single workout I have done for the last 10 years, no question about it. Like I will not do any exercise until I do my mobility routine because I am convinced that that is one of the main reasons why I've been able to be injury and pain-free for such a long period of time, knock on wood. (laughs) So keeping injury-free is definitely where the gold is at. And if you can invest into 10 minutes of your day and 10 minutes of your workout to ensure that you massively reduce your risk of injury, then my question is why in the world wouldn't you do flexibility and mobility work. I mean, I think that you would be crazy not to. And my hope is now that you have more of an awareness because Coach Dan has shared it with you is that you actually start to include some of these stretches into your daily program and make sure that you not only reduce your risk of injury, but you also increase the uh, potential of you getting the results that you want and continue the momentum that you need. Because if you get injured, then you're out of the game, like I said, and now you're struggling to walk. Now you're struggling to move. You're struggling to put your arms up in the air, and now you're forever going to see physios and chiros, and it's just a painful, painful experience to go through, as I'm sure you are You are aware if you've ever had any significant injuries before, which most of us have. So it's about being proactive is essentially what I'm saying, and not reactive in a sense that you do no mobility work, then you get injured, then it's like, fuck, what do I do now? Now you can't do any of your training. Now you can't run. Now you can't deadlift. Now you can't squat. Now you can't lunge. And the only thing that you will get given, ironically, is stretching and mobility and strengthening work from, so imagine that this is that little sheet that physios and chiros like to give to their patients that, of course, no one ends up doing. You know, those ones where they circle all these things that they want you to do and they think that you're going to do and you agree that you're going to do them, but you're not going to fucking do it. And the paper doesn't even make it home with you, let alone get done. Yeah, those papers. So if you want to avoid all that rigmarole of of doing those exercises and that flexibility work, then make sure that you invest time, energy, and effort into regular stretching work to make sure that you do not get yourself in an injured state, or at least you reduce the risk of getting yourself in an injured state. So hopefully that adds value. Hopefully now that you start to understand the importance of flexibility and mobility work, and my hope is that I see you in some videos doing your stretching, doing your mobility work so that you can make sure you can get those deep squats in. You can make sure that you can hold that perfect posture with your exercises. And we've got a question. So before we wrap it up, we'll just bring it up on screen. And it says, Facebook user, yo, Coach Dan, quick question. A few days into lifting regularly and I find my right right shoulder super stiff and sore. Yes, I did stretch before. Oh, good man. So you recommend to stay off it or do more leg work and cardio. So 
the thing with the thing that I would always suggest to my clients is that it, it depends on the severity of the pain and how long it has been going on for. So if the severity of the pain is anything more than maybe a five out of 10 or a six out of 10, and it's been going and it's not progressively getting less as the days, as the days go on, then I would definitely go and get it, get checked out from a physio or a chiro and just to see what's up with it, because they'll be able to take you through a series of quick tests just to see what's up with the shoulder. And the problem is the reason why the shoulder injuries are so common is because there's so many muscles and tendons and ligaments that are attached up into the shoulder. And as a result, and there's so many movements that the shoulder is responsible for, and we're always using our fucking arms. And that obviously doesn't help as well in just day-to-day stuff, especially with our training. So I would, I would first work out what the severity of the pain is. I would then work out how long it's been persisting for. If it isn't getting any better and the pain is just lingering day on day on day, then I would definitely get it checked out. And then your physio will most likely give you a series of stretches and strengthening exercises to make sure that you recover and you rehabilitate the joint. But my idea is once you obviously recover from this Facebook user, sorry, I don't know who you are because it's just come up as Facebook user. I would suggest that you invest time, energy and effort into the strengthening of the actual joint and doing a form of what I like to call with my clients prehab. And we've all heard of rehab. Rehab is just short for rehabilitation. And it's essentially the exercises that you do post injury, right? Those, those exercises that all the physios like to give their people that nobody does that external rotation and things like those rehabilitation style exercises. So I love those exercises, but I just prefer doing those exercises before you get injured. Like I would much prefer that you do a form of prehab. So I'm a, I'm a big fan of those exercises, but I would much rather that you be more proactive with your training and include those exercises in a state where you are uninjured rather than not doing them, which most people don't, and then only doing them when you're, when you're in an injured state. So I think it's a little bit smarter and I like smart training because smart training will help you to continue on being in, in an uninjured state. And if you get injured, obviously you're fucked and you're off the, you're off the path and you, you're off to physio, physios and chiros and stuff. So what I would do, sorry, Mr. Facebook user, I don't know your name, is I would obviously get this shoulder sorted, get it looked at and get on the rehabilitation side of things. But then post-training, I would make sure that I add re- rehabilitation style exercises into your shoulder training routines to make sure that you get the joint and the muscles, you get the joint, the shoulder joint and the muscles around it nice and strong. And so you get them lengthened and strengthened to make sure that you, number one, reduce the risk of injury post moving forward. And number two is that you get more out of the exercises because you have stronger joints that you're working with. Oh, Mr. Tarmasian, it's you. Yeah. Does that make sense, man? So just comment down below if that makes sense. Hopefully that adds value to you and yeah, get it, get it looked at if it's anything higher than a five or a ten, five or a six out of 10 in terms of pain. And if it has persisted for multiple days, I would certainly get it looked at from a physio or a chiro and then go from there. But post, post plan for you, Mr. Tarmastian, it would be about making sure that you 
that you work out a strategy that you can implement your prehab style exercises so that you hopefully reduce the risk of further injury down the track. So that's it from me, Coach Dan. Thank you so much for tuning into today's Dad Bod Project podcast. I really appreciate your eyes. I really appreciate your attention. Tune in tomorrow where we do it all again, covering another topic. I hope this got, I hope you got value from this and we will chat soon. Ciao. Thank you so much for tuning into the Dad Bod Pod podcast, the number one podcast for learning exactly how to live a long, strong, and healthy life as a modern day man. If you are getting value and want to work with me and my team to learn how to accelerate those precious health and fitness goals of yours, then what I want you to do is go to my Instagram at the.db.project and DM me with the words DadBod. Or if Facebook is more your jam, then why not slide into my DMs with the words DadBod to my personal account under the name Daniel Dezen, D-E-Z-E-N. Our mission is to help busy men get more active and help them love who and what they see in the mirror all over again. So go to my Instagram at the.db.project or my Facebook page and DM me with the word DadBod and me and you can have a chat to help put you on the right correct path for those health and fitness goals of yours.